Welcome back to Swedish podcast. In the last chapter, we heard how Bhagiria served Guru Hargobin going up to Kashmir, helping the Sikh Sangat there and helping the poor. Now, chapter 52 begins describing how one day Guru Hargobin said, "I want to hear some katha, some discourse from somebody." At that point, he sent one Sikh to the city of Vatala. He told the Sikh, "There's a famous Brahmin pandit there named Nitanand. Go call him and bring him here." The Sikh heard this command and he quickly went, and he said to that pandit, "The Guru desires to hear your katha discourse. Bring your book and let's go there." The pandit heard this. He was very happy with the request. He got ready. He went there with the Sikh down the path. He met with Guru Hargobind with great respect. Guru Hargobind also treated him with respect, considering him an educated Brahmin. The next day, Guru Hargobind had him do katha. He told stories of kings. A great divan, a court session commenced with thousands of Sikhs listening to the katha with Guru Hargobind. He did this katha for such a long time, sitting there, talking about many different stories. He spent some days there doing katha like this, and at one point, a story came up in the katha. He said, "The path towards death's realm in the afterlife is quite long. After one passes, it takes up to a year to arrive there." The Sikhs heard this. And it stuck with them in their mind. And when the katha stopped, four Sikhs got together and started speaking to each other about the story. There was one Sikh named Sundar, and he said, "That path that the pundits mentioned, talking about the afterlife, if the Guru is graceful upon me, I'll reach there in just 12 hours, not a year." There was another Sikh named Lala. He said, "If the grace of the Guru is upon me, I'd reach there in just six hours. It won't take that long." There was a Sikh named Maya, and he said, "If the Guru is graceful upon me, I'll just reach there in three hours." Then a Sikh named Nahalla said, "If the Guru is graceful upon me, I'll reach there just in a blink of an eye. I'll go that entire path that the Bandit was talking about." This is how they were all talking to each other about that path, and it was at that point when the Bandit he looked over, he heard this, and he was in shock. He went to the Guru to ask. He said, "Guru Harakman, what are your Sikhs saying? How have they not understood it this way?" Bede Bias wrote in the Puranas how I spoke about it. O oh, treasure trove of grace, you know it's written this way. Either the Purans are false, they're lying, or your Sikhs are lying, saying that they'll reach there in just 12 hours or in just an instant. They'll travel that entire path. At that point, Guru Harakman looked over at Bai Gurdas and said, "Bai Gurdas, remove this pandit's confusion." Give your reply as best you can. Calm this Brahmin's heart. Bai Gurdas saw the expression of Guru Hargobind's face and said, "Listen, Brahmin, I'll tell you the truth. Vyas, the author, wrote these words in the Puranas, and they are all true. The whole world listens to them. But the Sikhs of the Guru are also true. They always are absorbed in devotion to the Guru. Those people in the world who are absorbed in Karmakand, the realm of action only." Doing this and not doing that, they are always just thinking about whether to do this or that. For them, that path that you mentioned is appropriate. But for those extremely virtuous Sikhs, they have countless vehicles to take them across, which would take somebody a year. It would take them just a day reaching there to have their account read by Tarumraja, the judge in the Divine's Court. Those who are sinners, they are beaten down. In pain, they crawl their entire way there, taking them a year. 
they receive their punishment at the end. That's what's said and understood in the Puranas. It doesn't speak to the six of the Guru. The angel of death, they don't even come close to the six. They stay far away from them, afraid of getting close. And then when six, they reach that court in the divine in the afterlife, Dharmaraja, he meets the six with great respect. Everyone along the way, when six arrive there, they're saying, wonderful, wonderful. The Sikhi of the exalted Guru Nanak is so great, wherever it is, it receives great admiration and praise. Everyone speaks to their own ability. What they are saying isn't false or a lie. The six have such a power given to them by their Guru. They are speaking to that, saying that if the exalted Guru is graceful upon them, then they would reach there in just an instant. It's also said like this within the exalted Guru Granth Sahib, that the angels of death don't even look at those who have attached themselves to the Guru. That's why the praise, the glory of the Guru is so vast. It's not even able to be spoken about in full. Pandas Nitanand, he heard this and thought about this in his mind. How am I able to recite the Katha in front of the Guru? They are the knower of all past, present, and future. The entire world prays to them. Six are in the hundreds of thousands, locally and in foreign lands. Whoever meditates upon the Guru, the Guru reaches there quickly. The Guru fulfills their tasks. He becomes helpful and is their protector. In the same manner, the Guru will be their protector in the future, in the afterlife. Now I fully understand this matter. They are the creator and the destroyer of the entire world. If I hold on to their sanctuary, I'll have all my pains cut away. Pandit Nitanand was thinking this and then he bowed down to the feet of the Guru saying, Guru Hargobin, please forgive me. I was arrogant about my caste. I recited Katha here in front of you, but you are the all-powerful, full of all virtues. I didn't understand your glory. I am now in your sanctuary. Please take away my low-level thinking. Now I don't have any pride about my caste. Please make me your sick and take away all my bondage in this world. Guru Hargobin heard this and laughed. The great fortune of Brahman had now blossomed beautifully. Guru Hargobin made him sick. That Pandit consumed Jaran Amrit as mentioned before on the podcast and an initiation ceremony. This took away all the pride that he had about his Brahman caste. Guru Hargobin looked so gracefully upon him now that he obtained the understanding of all. The path that he thought took a year, now he understood it could just take an instant. He was in such bliss seeing this with his own eyes, he came to bestow the teachings to others as well that he had obtained. He would often come back at the request of Guru Hargobin to perform Katha there of the Purans, the Sikhs and the warriors would listen and contemplate on this Katha while understanding and reciting the great glory of the true Guru. After the Katha, they gave the Pandit a lot of money, they gave him enough that he would be taken care of for the rest of his life. And the Guru blessed him that in the next world as well, he would be taken care of. And then all the congregation also gave him money. He was just in such happiness he would stay there with Guru Hargobind performing Katha. He would send money back home to his household. Every day he would get to look upon the great Guru and would contemplate on this wondrous form. Congregations from far off lands would come to see the Guru with various types of desires. They would all be fulfilled by the Guru. They would place down countless offerings to the Guru and would worship their lotus-like feet. Meanwhile, Guru Hargobind would love to go hunting roaming around the forest. Every day there, there would be new laughter, new fun, new delights, liberating countless people from the life cycle of birth and death. They would practice and train in the science of warfare himself and would have his warriors train. 
They would fire off countless rounds while target shooting, also shooting off their guns while on horseback. They practiced archery greatly, hitting whatever they were aiming at. They would tell and listen to the stories about warriors and battles while blessing and bestowing countless wealth, sprouting up happiness in others. They would talk about how they destroyed and killed the Turks in battle, telling these stories to their warriors, you know, that this is how I killed the idiots. They came up to us in their intoxicated arrogance of their status. The stories of the battles of Guru Hargobin, as they happened, spread across the entire world. Everyone came to know properly that there was no other great warrior equivalent to Guru Hargobin. Whether it was such a large force, which couldn't be counted, or just one warrior, they would kill them off regardless. They didn't look or make calculations about a big army versus a small army. They lock into battle in either situation, killing them off. They are also a great archer, with just one arrow that could kill and pin down many. They have such a stiff bow, which nobody would be able to draw back. Whoever comes straight on with the Guru, they kill quickly. Only those who live are those who run away. This was the type of praise that was spreading across the land of Guru Hargobind. People would meet in their house or speak about it outside. That's how chapter 52 concludes. In the next chapter, we're going to hear about the end of Baba Buddhaji's life. So that's what we're going to pick up next time. But as always, I'd like to thank those who've been supporting the podcast through the Manglacharan Patreon page. Get out, you got a guy, you have a good one.